Welcome to the first episode of Unnamed Podcast with Tuna and Jack. Uh, here we are after game one of what appears to be a very promising NBA Finals. Uh, I'm exhilarated. I hope it goes seven. I think we might get seven if I'm, uh, if I'm being optimistic. And either way, I can't wait to get into it. So, uh, Tuna, give me some takeaways. I got to tell you, and I think the most, import- the most important thing of this series we're going to see as the adjustment period. Um, I was thinking that, you know, Golden State would probably have the edge in game one. They had a little bit of a rest. Um, I thought that may impact them. So if you don't mind my asking, prior to tip-off, who did you have winning the series? And after game one, who do you have winning the series? So I, I thought, you know, Golden State had the edge a little bit just because of the shooters and their, you know, the ability to generate offense. Um I think I'm going to change my pick. I think Boston's going to win. I'll tell you what. And it's not because of game one. I planned on coming on here. Well, to, of, co- of course. No, I'll explain. I'll explain what I, what I mean. can't not be because of game one. It's because it's it's the resolve that I see that it's just it's right. a pattern at this point. Yes. They're resilient. They're very well coached. They're, they're pretty deep in terms of three-point shooting off the bench. So I would um, say to say that they're well coached and to say that they're pretty deep are like two of the craziest understatements of all time because they are incredibly coached. Agreed. This guy, Ime Udoka, he is an adjustment mastermind. And honestly, I kind of feel like me and him are, are one and the same, not to be uh, too boisterous, but I had in my first quarter notes over here, take my first victory lap already. I would be surprised if Daniel Tice lasts in the series. I think the first adjustment Udoka makes is staggering the bigs more. Tice just can't hang. I know what he gives you in terms of the rebounding, in terms of the post-defense, in terms of the toughness, but it's completely negated by what happens when Golden State runs their tilt-a-whirl offense. And you just have Daniel Tice there. He's got feet made of clay trying to close out on guards. It's just not going to work. So... I wrote down we're going to see a lot more Grant Williams, and we're going to see the big staggered Horford and Williams. I know they love to play them together, but if Tice isn't a thing, you just can't do it. Right. And here we are in the second half. Right. Where was Daniel Tice? Nowhere, Nowhere to be found. found. Nowhere to be found. And that's just the brilliance of Ime Udoka. And another adjustment that, um, that he made was after, of course, uh, Steph Curry's generational quarter. What was it, 21 in the first? It's crazy. 21, 21 in the first. Um, Seven threes, yes. NBA Finals record, yes, right off the, the bat. There you have it, and um, and so they were just switching everything. And so you saw by the time the second half rolled around, they were in a they were in a deep drop, they were in a, in a small drop, they were switching, they were fighting, they were just throwing a little bit of everything at him, so he couldn't really get into a rhythm, and he couldn't get those looks. And that's the type of stuff that just makes Udoka so valuable for a rookie head coach. Is this the best rookie head coach? Has to be. Has to be. Of all time. It's funny because they, there was a graphic up on uh, ABC during Game 7 that was showing other first-year head coaches uh, to go to a finals. And you had a couple of the Cavs. You had Blatt. You had Lou. And I was just looking at some of the, some of the faces. And that, Kerr was one of them. And usually if you're, if you're getting to the finals in your first year, you're generally – You're doing something. It sounds like, like you know what you're doing, right? And I was looking at that and I'm like, aside from Kerr, I, I didn't. I didn't think any of them hold, held hey, a candle. Some respect on Ty Lue. Ty Lue. I think Lue's, I think Lou's incredible, but I don't know. Meaning, like Lou got fired. I understand it was a clean up after, little, after yeah. LeBron. I think. I think Lou's, I, I, I've been singing Lou's praises all year, especially with you know Paul George missing ninety five percent of the Miracle year, Clippers, and Kawhi. Right. Um, I was very impressed with Lou, especially this year, um, but. 
I look at Udoka already in the top. Somebody asked me the other day, where do you rank him? I think already in the top two, three coaches in the entire league because nobody really plays you defense. Take him over, you take him over Spolstra? No. So Spolstra, I said, was, was my number you one. You take him over Nurse? I might take him over Nurse because defense, defense. Nurse is a, is a mastermind, but the Raptors, have the Raptors were ever this good defensively? I mean, it's tough to compare. Of course, Udoka has brought another gear out of these Celtics defensively, but Nurse does more with less. Right. Right. You know, I, I mean, guess who's, so. who's the rim protector in town over there? But there's something about Boston, even with the two stars, or even you know, with the superstar of Tatum, that feels like they play as a team more than anybody else. And I think that goes to coaching. Nobody is greater than the system. Nobody is greater than, than moving the ball. Um, I think that they're, they're such a f- complete unit. And that's why I say I didn't really change my mind due to game one. I, I want. I kind of wanted. Game one was like the straw that broke the camel's right, back. Right. I, I planned on coming on here and saying, if Golden State wins Game One, they win the I'm going to guarantee that Boston wins Game Two, and we go back to Boston, not enough. What happens after that? I I think why I was leading Golden State before the series was the home court, especially Game Seven, would be in Golden State where they're basically. Yeah, you know what? The home court probably hit a little different if we were still in the Oracle. Right, that's the truth. Right. But even now, their 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 playoff record at home this year was yes. I want maybe one or two. But you don't they haven't really been tested like that. Right. I, yeah, I agree. Well, this is definitely their hardest test versus um, Boston, who have you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, they've I, been to hell and back. It's and crazy. such a resilient bunch. I, I can't stand them. I hate them. But so resilient. Such a, the way the game should be played on a teach tape is this twenty twenty two Boston Celtics. So I'll tell you, I love what you said that. Uh, nobody's greater than the system and I find it to be kind of beautiful that in the NBA that's what we're seeing in the finals when all you know this league it kind of gets torn to shreds especially by like an older demographic who they say oh it's all about the stars they hire the coaches they fire the coaches they're the GMs they decide when to show up if they don't like it they're gonna hold out they're gonna demand a trade and yet here we are in the era of super teams where are the super teams? You got Golden State, fine. You want to call them a super team but five years later? Clay Thompson tore his Achilles twice. Draymond Green can't score eight points. You know, like, they the are beauty good. of it, it's all drafted it's guys. I like teams that stick with the drafted guys. Boston and is it's prevailing. It's, it's pretty cool. Besides for Derek White, they're all drafted guys. And Horford, Derek White, and Derek White is a shrewd acquisition. That's, yeah. like, that's like, you know, when the Pistons got Rashid at the deadline. When the Raptors got Marcus Saul at the deadline. Like, when you're doing the sum of is greater than the parts type of thing, you need that deadline exactly. acquisition. And this, this Boston team, it, it feels like the team of destiny. It it's does. Kind of, it feels it's it. pretty disappointing that we agree. Yes. It's pretty disappointing I know. I know. that we agree. I, I would love funny. to scream at you right now. You know? <laughs> I definitely have some pent-up rage. I know. And I, I want to take it out on you as we talk sports. But, but you, you know, know what? We're going to have to wait, I guess. We're watching the same thing. You're watching. A, and, again, I'll, I'll continue to say I cannot – Fucking stand the Celtics, but you know what? You're a Knicks guy. I'm a Knicks guy, but it's not. Yeah. It's deeper than that. I, I I root for the Jets. It's the same Boston. Oh, I'm glad you're a Jets fan. It's the same Boston hatred. The problem is, which you're not gonna like, is that I'm not one of those Jet fans that is all high on them. I'm very very realistic with the team because I'm so into oh, it. Well, I'm a delusional Giants. We're getting off track. We gotta stick right. to the yeah, yes, yes, yes. So you gotta understand. Audience has to understand. We have never had a conversation before. <laughs> we, this is raw as it gets. So if we have less chemistry than Baker Mayfield and Odell, now you understand why. And I have the Browns on my oh, we're getting hit list. Oh, right. we're going to hand to all right. of it. Right. But, but for now, back to, back back to, to the Celtics, back to the Warriors. 
in a like you mentioned in a in a sport where it's all about the super teams and the big signings and the teaming up and the friends and all this you know new era goods, it's two teams that were completely more or less completely drafted, homegrown talent, uh, developed, re-signed, and you're seeing a beautiful product. Tonight was really, again, as much as it pained me, it really was a beautiful product to see. I've never seen a crowd. Uh, I've never seen a team crowdsource buckets like this. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to be off every night for them. It doesn't matter because four guys are off for them every night. I never saw anything like it. And and they're all fighting the their ass off on defense. That's the it's beautiful. Like Nick Nurse, you mentioned the Raptors that year. Kawhi, when they won three years ago, was was absolutely lethal. He took over. He was scoring thirty a game. Tatum doesn't have to do that. He he was at a point. I looked. He was three seventeen. He, he looked completely... Well, he is going to have to do that at some right. point. You no, know, when course. Al Horford doesn't go six for eight and Derek right. White isn't, you know, Larry right. Bird reincarnated, but, we're going to reach that point where Jason Tatum right. actually has to show us why we should be talking about him as a top six guy. Yes. For but me, why also, why do I think they get, they're going to win also? It's because they'll probably steal a game where they're completely, for, for four quarters, just lethal on defense. Stopping the curls, stopping them, all the movement that Golden State does. So they already they already up one zero. I'm assuming game three or four at home, they'll probably, you know, have one of those outstanding defensive performances from beginning to end, and that's already two. And then, if you're Steve Kerr, what's the biggest adjustment you make? If I'm Steve Kerr, I think you got got to get to the line more. They didn't get to they got they had twelve foul shots. Yeah, but that's not an adjustment. More driving, more basketball. There's a lot of stagnant. I get it. They were on. They were hitting. A lot of stagnant ball. They didn't. They didn't really drive. They weren't. They weren't. In this league, getting to the line is 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 really the name of the game. Boston. They were down fourteen, but they kept fighting. They kept getting to the line, hitting another three, pushing, getting. Up. It felt like Golden State. They got a little. I want to say cocky. They they felt a little complacent. Just keep shooting threes. Keep shooting threes. Not really. Not really moving. Not really. You know. They 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 got a little stagnant in that fourth quarter. So I think I think you'll see a better, more oiled, better oiled machine in, in game two. So I think for me, if I were Steve Kerr, what I would be doing a little bit more, and this is probably going to be a little controversial because the Warriors were top two defense this year by sticking to this model. But I think if Boston is going to keep rolling out Horford and Williams, which it seems like they are going to cut down on a little, but for every moment that those two play together. You have to make them pay. You remember that clip uh, that surface that last round of the round before of Jordan Poole and Steph Curry like using their arms to catapult each other? Yes. That's the type of shit. They need to put Robert Williams and his surgically repaired meniscus in hell. They need to put Al Horford and his 36-year-old knees in hell. And how do you do that? You have to have four shooters on the court. And I know it's reductive. I know it's reductive. And it's so funny that I'm saying this about the Warriors because like, the Warriors created the five-out model, right. and now here they are playing two bigs. And I'm telling them, you need to go to the five-out model. I kind of feel like an idiot. but I'm almost is, shocked that they started Looney tonight. It just didn't feel like no, they got, they've Looney's been doing been, By the way, I'm glad you said the name Kevon Looney because I really think it's important that we touch on him. The Celtics got obliterated on the board tonight. I think the Warriors had about 15 offensive rebounds. And all of that is Kevon Looney. Uh, I think hustle. he's great. The fact but. that after all these years, he's like gotten better. Like but everyone so always says, oh, if only the Warriors had like an all-star center. Like, you know, the boogie acquisition back in the day was supposed to be so huge for them. They were supposed to be in a Miles Turner for the deadline. At the deadline, are they going to part with uh, Moody, you know? 
And Kevon Looney, he's not just competent. He's an asset. He's good. He's, he's an good. asset. The Warriors had 99 problems. Kevon Looney was not one. But it's funny because they they basically were forced to bring on Looney in the Grizzlies series, right? They were forced. They, they couldn't stop Steven Adams. They had to start playing Looney. Now and it felt by, like by the end of it, Stephen Adams was unplayable. Right. It only if I felt I felt like Boston sort of was doing what Golden State was doing two rounds ago by playing smaller, playing Horford top of the key. So I was like a little shocked that Golden State was the team with the dominant center, and you know they started Looney instead of I guess they could have started Pool or whatever. But back to back to Pool. You mentioned Pool a minute ago. That's also an adjustment that just has to has to work. He can't play. He can't play that again. The rest well, that's of the not an adjustment. What I'm saying. That's not an adjustment. I'm saying, just don't adjust. Player performance. He's he's he's, I mean, he's, he's got to do better. But you know what? That's got to be better. I saw a tweet today. This is hysterical. I saw a tweet today during the game. It said, uh, "Jordan Poole plays like there's nothing but bad bitches watching." <laughs> the guy only. The guy. Uh, you know. You know he's, he's a confident motherfucker. That's but you know how what? he plays. That's how he plays the game. When it's all shots off. that that boggle the mind, similar to like a Chris Middleton. And uh, you know when it's on, it's on, and when it's not, you think he's the most overrated guy in basketball. That's the, the game he lives and dies by. I think he will shoot better. Um, and you'd also have to imagine that Boston's shooting will be slightly, you know, neutralized. They'll have to regress to the mean. I mean, Derek White and Al Horford and Jalen Brown. Oh my God! It's the first time anyone's saying Jalen Brown's name tonight. Jalen always feels like that. He's a silent killer. You know, all game you don't really no because his possession to possession volatility is insane. I remember there was a sequence. He airballed the three. Oh no no no! Sorry, I got it backwards. He uh he chased down Kevon Looney on a on an open fast break dunk. Came back down down the coast and he slam dunked the ball. Created transition out of the half court offense and then on the very next offensive possession he airballed the three. Didn't even come close. And that's Jalen Brown. And, you know, there was three times where he had the ball ripped from him because he has that notoriously sloppy handle. And there were three more times where on the other end he did it to the Warriors where he's ripping the ball out of Kevon Looney's hands. And I just, I can't wrap my head around this guy, this guy Jalen Brown. He's such an enigma. I want to I write a book about him. He's a silent killer. I just don't get him. How can you be so good and have these lapses? I mean, like, his jump shot, what would you, how would you describe his jump shot? Because when it's on, it's on, but it's not always on. How would you describe his playmaking? Because when it's on, he feels like a guy could give you six dimes a night. But, like, mm-hmm. and there's other times where he can't hit, like, an easy skip pass to the corner. Like, I do not get what this guy is about, how he'll ever tap into any sort of consistency. But the truth is, maybe he doesn't need to. But it's not seem to even win. And that's why, that's that's why because, I Because, really you know what, he's consistent on defense. Right. That's why I really believe that, no man is greater than the next guy. And again, obviously him and Tatum are the, the two guys, but none of them, they all it's play nice. team ball. A team of dogs. Team, team of dogs. You know, if, if the first thing about me, one thing about me, you put a team of dogs up in front of me, that's all I need. Like my favorite player in the league right now is Dorian Finney-Smith. Nice. Like, I, I, like I'm, I'm about my dogs. You're versatile. You hit the open three and you three bite. D, three and D in this league. Nothing like it. And everyone thinks it grows on trees too. Like, uh, the Lakers, they didn't care to re-sign Alex Caruso. They didn't care to re-sign KCP. Now we got to bring in Russell Westbrook. You know why? Because we could just sign Trevor Ariza for the minimum. Like, you can't do that. Grant Williams just swung a playoff series. Like, Dorian Finney-Smith is worth the $50 million contract he just got. Alex Caruso made the Bulls six wins better. I don't like that we're agreeing. 
Yeah, completely yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about football. Let's talk about football. I don't like they were completely yeah, agreeing on it. Yeah, here. let's talk about football. <laughs> um, one last thing. Is there any more notes to touch on with regards to this Boston series? I think I think it could, I think it could go, it'll go deep. I think it'll definitely it'll go, go seven. deep. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I hope it'll go seven. You can't say. I it'll think I think a stat that everyone should keep in mind throughout the series is that Boston hasn't lost two games in a row the entire playoffs. So you know, even if they lose game two, it's almost like they're so resilient. Where you know, I think I'm. I I think they can win. I was reading a Jackie McMullen feature piece the other day. Shout out Jackie McMullen. And uh, Ime Udoka, when he was like four years old, he got hit by a bus. And he has a scar on the back of his head. I never noticed it. Yeah, but but every Celtic in the room noticed it. And like, it is such like, that incident where he got hit by a bus and got up and turned himself into like a basketball-driven kid. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, now we're going to cut this. That was shit. Where I was going with All the right. Udoka thing, that didn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on from Boston Warriors, let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit about football. Let's talk a little football. My bread and butter. Football is what really gets me awake. Okay. Like basketball series has me, you know, has me excited. Football is really where I, uh, I wake up. Okay, so talk to me. Okay, so uh, I guess you mentioned earlier that you're a Giant fan. I guess let's start. Let's start with that draft. What do you? What do you I mean, what do you so, think? So, so of course, of course, Thibodeau and Neil. Are you gonna sit here and tell me those aren't two great picks? So Thibodeau. Well, if, if you recall, the Jets picked the pick before the Giants at four, and there was one guy that I wanted more than anybody else, and it was Thibodeau. I thought I think if Thibodeau's personality wasn't so boisterous and so outgoing, I guess you could say, in in, in a league where they kind of want you to follow. It's a shut up the and North, dribble league. Right. The NFL right, is a shut up and right, dribble league. Right. So, I don't know. I think four teams are going to regret passing on Thibodeau. And then Neil fits probably the biggest need other than quarterback on their team. Um, I'm impressed with the Giants. And I hate to say it because even though they play in separate conferences, I hate the Giants. And, you know, it's always, it's always going to be a tug I of war. I kind of love the Jets. I mean, what, I don't think I love they hate, the organization. They suck. <laughs> no, I don't even think I love the I love what they have going for them right now. Um, but let's stay oriented on the Giants draft. I don't want to get too carried away. Yeah. Uh, my biggest gripe is I want to think that Wandell Robinson in the second say. round was a good pick. I was going to say. But what does he instantly become the smallest receiver in football? He's like now Tavon there. Austin got signed by Buffalo. So now Tavon Austin's smallest. My question is this, though. You just drafted Tony last year at 20, which was you know, a little eye-opening. I happen to think Tony's a very good player. Well, he's, uh, he's a floor-ceiling guy. Right, he's so a floor ceiling guy. Right. Also, he's a head case. But I mean, he, guy, he, he might be a head case. No, he's definitely a head oh, case. The, the, the jury's out. Come on. He's definitely a head case. Come on, a head case? Hey, we're talking about trading him 11 no, months into his tenure? You can't. I don't think you can fault the individual for that. Do you understand? Dave Gettleman is an actual war criminal. But they were going to trade him 11 months in. Yeah. You have to. guy with all that talent. Him. You're Joe, you're Joe Sheen. Everything is on the fucking table. The Giants are the biggest mess. If you look at the cap situation, if you look at the roster construction. But he's not throwing away picks. He, he didn't throw away any of the picks. Their last five years of picks. Jones is still there. Barkley's still there. He's not throwing picks away. 
And he was going to throw away last year's pick. Well, Barkley has no trade value. I mean, he admitted well, I give he up admitted chips at the combine. Him. Yeah, he admitted at the combine that that trading Barkley was was on the table. Point is, the fact of the matter is, no one wants to trade for an injury riddled running back in a contract twenty five million dollars a year. But yeah, no, obviously, obviously. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, eleven months in, if you're going to trade a guy with a lot of talent, I, I watch also a lot of college. So. I think that was an overblown report. First of all, the guy, all due respect, he broke the news on TikTok. I love TikTok. I have a very active TikTok, VinnyD's98, run me up. <laughs> but, like, I'm a huge talk guy. But respectfully, you are not breaking NFL news on TikTok. You're not breaking, hey, the Giants want to, want to trade Kadarius Tony, And it comes up as a graphic. The text right. pops up five seconds in, like, Charlie like D'Amelio giving you a Dunkin' Donuts ad. It was not a credible a report. Following, though. No, but he's got a following, the guy on Twitter. Who doesn't guy? have a following? Right. Long, I mean, we works. I got half a million views. I should break Kadarius Tony news on TikTok. Point is, is it's not concerning at all that they want to trade last year's. Pick. They're already, they're the already talking. Listen, Fine. the way I see so they it, they might the way have I see it, there were four executives in a room spitballing, and one of the ideas floated around was, "Hey, this guy hasn't showed up to OTAs. He has a serious injury history. You know, they're he doesn't concerning? necessarily seem to be buying in the early stages. It's concerning. What can we get? To, what, what can we get for him?" Yeah, you would, like for, you would like for him to be the type of guy who puts his head down and grinds. But guess what? He's a New York Giants draft pick. And they just don't fucking do that anymore. Okay. Gone, okay. gone but, are the days. But, gone are the days of the, of the straight and narrow franchise where, oh my God, Plaxico Burris picked up a gun charge. Let's never retire his number. Let's pretend he didn't exist. These are not the I Giants. Mean, actions do speak louder than words. They took a receiver in the second round. I think I mean, that something's receiver up, is still something's up. If, even if you're assuming that Tony's a guy for us, wide receiver is still a big need for us. Sterling Shepard. I'm saying they have a lot of money. Sterling in Shepard the is like a, he's like a, a Rolls Royce without an engine in it. They're paying him as if he's a Rolls no, Royce. No, he's so. not. No, we restructured the deal. I'm saying it's like a six million dollar pay cut. But he's but he's an expensive receiver when you he's have Galladay. He's making the minimum. When you have Galladay, you have Slayton. You have Slayton's nothing. We were trying to say we could get a six round for Slayton. Add all these contracts, and he, they're the. One of the most expensive. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't an expensive skill position group. I said it was a bad one. Right. So yeah. It's expensive. So yeah, the fact and, that and we're still. Oh pick. yeah, the fact that we're still addressing a group that we've invested so heavily into. That's. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not going to tell you the Giants aren't a dysfunctional franchise, but what I'm telling you is, even though we've invested so much into it, wide receiver remains a need because right. Galladay, he's been through a lot injury wise. He had zero touchdowns last year. Sterling Shepard, you can't count on him for more than five games a year. Kadarius Tony, we said enough generous. about him. Five generous. Five generous. Kadarius Tony, we said enough about him. And even so, Wondell Robinson, he appears to be a gadget guy. Maybe he's more. Maybe the heart is bigger. You I'm know, gonna than tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Look deeper into the Tony thing. I'm telling him it's it's deeper than you think. I know it's deep. I know that his it's first OTA session of his rookie year, the cleats didn't fit him right, so he was practicing barefoot. There's been issues. I've listened to his rap music. It's pretty good, by the way. We have a head case, the guy. Pretty, I know he has no eyebrows. I know. <laughs> I know. I see. I'm not blind. I'm telling you. He's but a in the open case. field, he's already top five. He's, I, I'm not questioning his talent. He's top five. I'm questioning the team's commitment to him. Yeah. And I'm connecting dots Well, here. Joe Sheen's a character guy. He's a character I, guy. I, I love, so far, I love their regime. And I love, I love the direct. I hate to say it, but I love the direction that they're heading. Doug Dable seems to be a real guy. Yeah. For years, because... I play Buffalo twice a year. Oh, yeah. For years, I'm screaming, this guy is awesome. Somebody hire him. And hoping that it's... Yeah, oh, someone else will get Vegas, Carolina. Yeah, you know? someone, yeah, out of the, you know. But... Speaking of Vegas, can we talk about Vegas? Yes. Because I'm bearish on them. 
I'm on into Vegas. I hate Josh McDaniels as a head coaching hire. They they added they added guys Adams, they, added they added guys Tim Jones. They added guys to an already a playoff team. Okay, whatever they snuck in, they got in whatever. They added Chandler Jones. You know, I, before we even talk about Devonta Adams, they added Chandler Jones. Who it's big for the pass rush, especially with Matt Crosby. I think, who I think is just one of those guys where he just he improves your team right up. I don't think yeah, Arizona. You know, last good. year was a bit of a comeback year for him. Right, like he's been hurt. He, but um, if he's, he's healthy, if he's healthy, I don't know. I think he's. Listen, I think I was like he's a locker room guy. He's I, a lo- I love it, and especially opposite Max Crosby. Right, Mad Max, who also raps. Everyone raps these days. I love it. Darren Waller raps. Anyone too. with a following, it's amazing. Anyone with a following. Anyways, remember Le'Veon was rapping. Remember oh that? my God, AB by the way. Le'Veon was rapping. AB rapping. He rapped anyway, his way. Now into he's him. only rapping. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, again, well, Challenge Jones is a nice acquisition. I'd probably be bearish on them because of with the they, around them. No, because of with the division oh, they the play Vegas, in. You, you, Oh, oh, I'm saying oh, they're playing. Okay. They're playing. Yeah, of course. They're playing the Chargers twice a year. They're playing KC twice a year. They're playing Denver twice a year. It's going to be better with Russ. Um, just the division alone, and then forget about the conference. The, the AFC is loaded right now, which the AFC is loaded. Loaded. So, I it, I don't know if 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 they're if they're let's say they regress a little bit from last year when they made the playoffs, even though they added Adams and they added Chandler Jones. Is it because is it so much because of them, or is it more because of the teams they're playing every week? Well, I would say that matters less than the fact that their record ends up actually being worse. You know, right? How we got there is sort of relevant. Irrelevant, right? Like the right. same way, I kind of believe the Bengals got much better this offseason. because they addressed the O line. But with that being said, did you see them back in the Super Bowl next year? No. Also, also. With Cincy, which, I, which, I, made, which I said I wanted to address before I, I walked in here. Cincy's defense got hot late. And I know Burrow is incredible and Chase and Higgins and Mixon. I, I get it. Their defense got hot. Anya Maurer had those guys really playing good ball. It felt more like they were hot than they were actually talented. Eli Apple playing 60, 70 snaps a game. Um... Outside Hendrickson, their pass rush being pretty subpar all regular season. Um, you know, Logan Wilson was nice for them. But, like, is the defense going to be good enough to, to have sustained success? The offense will be good. The offensive line got better. Collins is a great signing. Burrow, a year healthier, a year, you know, into the system. You get Chase, year two. Like, their offense could score 30 a game. I'd, I'd, I'd be worried a little bit about their defense. Bates, is, how long is he going to hold out? He probably misses a little bit of camp. He misses a little bit of camp, but everyone holds out. But everyone. notice the guys that hold out the first couple of weeks are always rusty. Fantasy-wise, I always stay away from the guys that are holding out because it's always a struggle in the beginning of the year. I guess. Hammies, the soft tissue, always the soft tissue always comes about. I would say I would say that's a reasonable concern for me. I just think uh, that their division is going to be a lot tougher this yeah, year. Baltimore. I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, with Deshaun Watson if he winds up getting suspended. I think we're all waiting for that. Jets play them week two, so um. I think you. I think you're in good shape for week two. I'd be hope, really surprised if Deshaun Watson's playing you week hope. two. I mean, uh, just today there's another charge levied against yeah. him, so we'll see yeah. how I mean, that whole plays you out. Jets' early schedule is brutal, so if he can catch a break, what's the what's the most you'd pay Lamar Jackson? That's a good question. I, I think Baltimore 
is sort of getting lucky that Lamar doesn't want to sign. I think Baltimore would sign him tomorrow. I think they, they realize they're all in. Um, you know, they, they've committed to him. They've, well, they've doubled, the off- tripled, and quadrupled down. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they've, they've tailored the offense around him. They even have taken receivers. And I would call it the right move. I think, I think he really needs to take a step in the passing game, and I know you don't think he, don't think he did it last year for stretches, and then he had stretches where he couldn't hit well, side of the hurt. But he was hurt before he got hurt. They were eight and four when he got hurt, I believe. He he had stretches where he cannot, he cannot. I really felt like last year was a step in the right direction. I think in the step in the right in the right direction, sure. Like I think he was like I think he was making the leap, like fifty million dollar guy though. Fifty million. That's what he wants. He's not. They could probably write him a check for thirty-five tomorrow. You think? Look at the thirty-five for how many years? Five years, six years. They, they, they're. I think if Lamar got offered that deal, he'd have to take it. He's not. That's a, that's my. No, point. That's, I don't. That's, think that's, that's the true. word. I think. Well, you have to understand. You have to understand in terms of the information that hits the public sphere. Right. Lamar Jackson is right. now represented by an agent. He is representing himself. Okay. What that means is. What did Derek Carr? Adam, Sh- let me just put things in perspective with this agent thing. Jimmy Garoppolo right now is in a tenuous situation with the Niners. They're trying to trade him. He wants to get traded. They want to start Lance. Adam Schefter, once a month, tweets something like, Jimmy Garoppolo, who really boosted his trade value with an amazing performance, that's agents using their connection to make you money. Lamar Jackson has none of that going for him. He's saying, I want to do this myself. So every piece of content that you're hearing about these negotiations it's all what the Ravens want you to hear. I'm, uh, but I'm looking at Carr's deal. Is he better than Carr? He's better than Carr. He thinks he's better than Carr. He's better than Carr. Right, so Carr just got 30-plus. Lamar can get 35 tomorrow. And he's not taking it. So I think, I, I but I think, I think, I, I think the running, I think the running thing gives, gives Baltimore head. You think you get 35 five years and you won't take it? If Derek Carr just got, just got 35 million, he's, he's yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah, Carr's agreeable. Agreeable. Saying, you know how much easier it is for a franchise to say, yeah, Derek Carr is our guy for the next five years. He's okay. a traditional quarterback. All right, but Baltimore, I'm assuming, would look at the market and say, these guys are getting this. We'll offer you this. He's not taking it because he thinks he's, he's worth more. Well, this is and all spec, but so you, so what's the most you pay? If he starts, could he? does he get better in the passing game this year? They're not, they're not doing it this year, so it's going to be I have no it's idea. You, oh, it's next um, March's conversation. If a deal has to be reached before September, you want you want a hot take to get this show started? Yeah, I think I'd get rid of him before I paid him forty million. I do, I really do. I really. Where do, do you go? You're the Ravens. Greg I don't know where Bowman you go. Is your offensive coordinator. Well, you have to. You're the Ravens. You just got rid of Lamar Jackson. Greg Bowman's your offensive coordinator. Your best receiver just demanded a trade, what, and now you're best trading receiver. him. Who's their best receiver am right I now? Trading him. Bateman's gonna be good. Bateman will be good. Mark yeah, yeah. Write this yeah, down. Bateman, Bateman will probably be good. good. No, he's going to be good. Yeah, I, I, watch, I watch a lot of college, and Minnesota was good that one year, and he was an animal. He was an animal. Um, it was, was it two, three years ago? Him and Tanner Morgan. You just got rid of Lamar Jackson. How many picks did I get? I don't know. It matters. What's Lamar's trade value? I, I, I would part of three first I get a, form. If I, I had a win now roster, I'd get rid of three first So I'm getting Deshaun-type assets. So he's, he's, he's Deshaun good. So here's the thing. I'm not sure he's Deshaun Good. I know he doesn't have three, 23 charges levied against him. It, it, it was irrelevant because Deshaun still got three. I know. I three can't ones. believe it. By no, the way, I, by I the can't way, believe by that. the way, that is so ridiculous. By the way, you know who should you know who should go to jail? 
the Browns because I think there's larceny with it. It's robbery. They, stick, they had a top five quarterback it's overnight. They had, they had pay Baker Mayfield. They you woke up anything. the next day with Deshaun Watson. You pay anything for that. They're saying his his, gar- his fully guaranteed deal was was crazy. I'd give him three hundred guaranteed, and it's true. Hey, he misses six games. It's true. You give him everything. That's the best quarterback, five quarterback. So that's who should go to jail. Cleveland, Cleveland did great. So so now I now you see it's 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 a layered question. If Cleveland got three ones for Watson, so Lamar is worth three ones. You say? Two ones. Three ones. He's definitely. If I put a gun in your head, you wouldn't take Lamar Jackson for two ones, and you got an income. But you're the Jets are right now. You start Jets right now. Start Zach Wilson. I've been already investing. I'm after. I already paid the two. I could have got a could have got a million picks for him for that spot last year. I didn't take the picks, so I I stayed with the guy. Right now, the Jets are yeah, more. But, but the more now, Jets are more you're invested. Making calls, than you're making calls over spilled milk now. Just because you spent a two on him, yeah, we spent a two on Saquon. We trade for a fourth tomorrow if we could get right. It. But I'm going to give myself. I'm going to give myself more than a year. If all that That's investment, passing up. Do you think Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl? Is the question I'm asking you. Because I, I think, think he can. I think. That's I don't, the I don't, I'm you know what? I don't think that he's good enough. I think maybe the team, Baltimore is oh, oh, such a good drafting team. It's such a good organization. I think the team could do it. I don't think he's as good as everyone thinks he is. I really don't. I think the running. But who's aspect, everyone? Because these days the hairs are split. So I'm on. I'm on. I'm split the other way. Oh also, man, also, I'm a huge Lamar also, listen, guy. I don't even know how you I, could say if that, I could man. Have him, if I could have him on I his current deal, I don't even know how you deal, could say that. If I could keep him on his current deal, where he is. Yeah, right if now. you could keep a top ten quarterback for six million dollars a year. Yeah, of course you'd do it. That's right. Of course you'd do I, it. it. It's it's not me throwing him away. Is not. Oh, you know, I'm, I want to start over. You'd rather not, reset. It's me, it's me not wanting to pay him. I, I'm telling you, you think I'm crazy. I think he wants $45, $50 million. Or else the deal would have been done already. I don't think that's even made. So why isn't he signed? I think Baltimore has hesitancy to lock up a running why? quarterback. Why? Because. He's not good enough. No, not because he's not good enough. Because there's a perception that running quarterbacks, number one, can't get it done in the postseason. Which, in all fairness, there isn't much precedence for a running quarterback getting it done in the postseason. I will admit he's that. Also, it's also I'll been admit proven that, also because he's been bad in the playoffs. Like, very bad. It's a small sample size. Because he's losing. <laughs> if he's winning, the sample size would be bigger. Fair. He's four years into his career. How many playoff games but are we talking about right now? The sample size he is how lost, many games? When they were 14-2, and two, he, lo- he played horrific in that Tennessee game at he home. Did. And he played Tennessee again. He was he was a little better. They won, but then the next week in Buffalo, he was atrocious. They he scored was. three points. Then he got hurt. He was all over the place. I don't know. I'm a guy. You swing for the. I'm a guy. You swing till you get a Josh Allen. You swing till you get a Mahomes. And, and Lamar it. Jackson doesn't indicate I swung for the fences. That's not a swing for the fences. I think he's... Peyton I, Manning won his first ring like nine years into his career. What was the narrative about him Peyton in the playoffs? Manning, but Peyton Manning was, through those nine years, probably the most accurate quarterback in the league when Lamar is probably... Maybe. May bottom be. 12 most bottom, accurate quarterbacks. Bottom line, Lamar is producing a top 10 offense when he's healthy. In week six, who cares if you could... If you could Run for 100 yards in week six. Uh, this is a big problem. Give me week 19 in the freezing snow. How about give Lamar until he enters his prime to call him a guy who can't get it done when he matters? 
Fine, because but, we have seen him get it done in primetime games. But he clearly has Kohanis. He clearly has, yeah. you know, a stomach for it. That Chiefs game last year was very impressive. That Sunday nighter. And that back and forth Browns game. You remember that back yes. and forth Browns? When he went and shot at halftime. Yes, when he went and shot yes. at halftime. He clearly yes. has a stomach for the big games. Right. It but, hasn't all come together in the postseason but, just yet, but it's a small but sample here's the size. Question I ask and you. you're talking about him like he's 29, and we know no. for a fact that he can't get it done. We but, know. But in all fairness, you've got to make the decision about what you're going to pay him tomorrow, like soon, next year. I you're think have to he's shown plenty. I think he's shown what you plenty, him? man. What are you paying him? I'll pay him anything up to 40. I'm, I'm telling I'll you, I'm telling you that he wants more than 40. I don't think that's true. If Watson got maybe he wants got? more than forty with a year left. He want, let's say he wants Watson's deal, not fully guaranteed, obviously. Let's say he wants that Watson's guarantee is fucking insane. Crazy. Let's say he wants it. Not the full that, guarantee. Let's say he wants let's say he wants the numbers. Five for two thirty. No, that I can't do. I'm telling you he wants it. Like I I have a feeling it's what he wants. Or okay. else or else I think this deal would have been signed already. You think if you wanted forty million, five years of forty million, he would have got it? Five I years, two hundred. I think he Baltimore got it. probably would give him Carr's deal, maybe, yeah, probably. maybe a little better than Carr's deal, and he don't want it. He probably wants to. He he probably, and if I'm him, I probably would take it because I I I don't know how much better could his passing get. I know he could run. I know he could run. I know he could run. Dobbins comes back. I'm I'm a big fan of Dobbins. I think their offense could move well when he running the ball. Could he throw though? In Buffalo, snowing. Wins thing could he throw? I think he's demonstrated enough progress year on year to the point where you can't you can't not feel good about his potential for improvement. I like I like the big. You're a I like the, guy. I like I like the jo- You're Josh a prototype Allen. guy. Yes, big time. Th- you big like time. the Josh Allen? Huh? No, I I like you the, like I, Josh I like, Allen. I like man. the prototype where that's an interesting. No, you, you cut me off. I like the Josh <laughs> Allen dynamic where he's. He's obviously throw first. He's got a cannon of an arm, and yet he still runs 50 yards. And it just feels like is he throw first in the red zone though? What is he throw first in the red zone though? He's really that's, but that. But that's 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 your coach. That's Dable. Dable likes to use his legs, and it works. I think he. I I, I think if you want a running quarter, I listen. I just hate this narrative. Five years that, ago, this the, this narrative that Lamar is like a subpar passer. He is. I really don't. He's, think I, he's a subpar passer. I don't. Subpar's being generous. Is. I think he's a bad passer. Oh, okay. I think that's. I think that's not bad. Not bad. Take. Sorry, bad. I think is, that's Bad is Dan Orlovsky. No, not bad. He's. I think he's. I, I think love the Dan Orlovsky stray bullets. I just throw him under the bus. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan Orlovsky. Um, but yeah, no. I um, think Lamar Jackson was like a like a like an upper echelon passer last year. I'm about I'm about using your legs as a secondary option, yet still using your legs. Okay. Which which is, you know, what Mahomes and Allen do. Okay. So that's enough time on the Lamar Jackson topic. I could go forever on this. That's that's Clearly. the beauty of it. <laughs> I am. I, by the way, I will go up. I will go up to bat for Lamar Jackson any day of the week. So while we're on quarterbacks, um, who do you got as a breakout guy at quarterback? And I'm going to eliminate some guys for you off the bat. You are not allowed to tell me Trey Lance. You're not allowed to tell me Tua. You're not allowed to tell me either New York quarterback. You're not allowed to tell me Trevor Lawrence. So there you go. Because, we, we, because, I'm saying we were doing that's, you know, you say that, and I say, yeah, the sky's blue. Right. So we were doing we were doing great until the end. My my guy, my one guy was going to be Lawrence. He's going to be Lawrence. Um, 
I think he's got all the talent in the world. I think even if Peterson is 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 average at his job, Peterson coaxed a lot out of Wentz. Basically, if if Peterson is not Urban Meyer, which me and you could do, Urban Meyer, I think I think Lawrence, Urban Meyer deserves a ten part documentary like Michael Jordan got on the Last Dance. <laughs> the gross, and I'd watch it as much as I watched that. Oh, of course you would. Oh my God! I could do that saga with the with the woman grinding on the him whole at the bar. He did fly after home with he the told team. The he team he's not the flying team. home because he has family in town. He did not because fly home with the team after a Thursday night game. I've never he said heard he of that. They said he never heard of Aaron Donald. <laughs> and I, you know, what's funny. I believe it after all the stories. Uh, I completely I believe agree. It. I believe he told uh, what was it? Jake Lambeau. Jacksonville is probably their most storied player of the last decade, which of course goes to show you a thing or two about Jacksonville. But they're literally their most storied player of the last decade. And he like <laughs> kicked him. He like kicked him in the leg. I read that story and it was amazing. That's amazing. amazing. But so you're a Lawrence guy. I mean, listen, of course you're a Lawrence guy. How can you not be? I'm a Lawrence Pro-typical guy. typical prospect, double the worst head coach in NFL history. How can he not be in Lawrence? He's got the arm. Like I mentioned, he could, he's, could secondarily use his feet. Use it effectively. I think if you get, I told you, you get a guy that's half good at his job, which I'm not the biggest Peterson guy, but he's half good at his job, I think he takes a huge step. The problem is obviously weapons. I don't think it's a one-year... I think it's fine. I think the collection of weapons is like fine. I think, I think, it's, I think it's, it's a process. I don't think it's all this year. I think in the next two, two years, they'll be talking about Lawrence in a very, very high manner. Okay, so... He's my only... You know what? He's my only sort of sure thing of that whole quarterback class. And that includes Wilson. That includes Mac Jones. That includes Trey Lance, Fields. Lawrence is, is the one guy I said from the beginning. Well, yeah. I mean, from the beginning, he was like the prototypical well, quarterback. Well, remember, class. the he's Jets had... the best guy since Andrew Luck. Right. And the Jets had the pick for 13 weeks. So, yes, of course, I was getting a little excited about that. But, yeah. So, I think Lawrence is the guy... You, Close your eyes and hope for the best. Um, so I'll tell you, I have some, I have some breakout quarterback candidates. Um, I wanted to avoid, you know, like obviously I'm an avid fantasy football guy, so you know I, I know who's getting the buzz. Obviously, everyone I named Trey, Tua, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and then of course the New York quarterbacks, just because we're delusional and we love our teams. Um, so some guys who don't fall into that. Uh, number one, I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. So. Shout out NFL Next Gen Stats. I was doing a little bit of research today, and I found some things I really like about Jalen Hurts. So he had the most time to throw in the league last year. He plays behind a really good offensive line. I love betting on good offensive lines. You know why? Because if the offensive line was good last year, it's probably going to be good this year. Another guy that can't throw, though. (laughs) So I'll tell you. You love the shitty throwing quarterbacks. So I fall fall in love with ceilings. That's the thing about me. So it would be better, though. he He was tied for fourth. In average intended air yards, which is basically attempted air yards per completion. He's tied for fourth. And he only threw nine picks. What does that tell you? Number one, they love to crank it. Sirianni. Loves it. He wants to play. They literally had a stat. If they run the ball like 20 times a game, they win. And the guy could not run the ball to like week 12. Well, in all fairness, he was getting nothing out of his backfield. Jalen Hurts the whole running game. No, no, no. That was the thing. Run the ball. 20 times, you win. No questions asked. Get three, two yards of carry from Miles Sanders, you still win. And he just couldn't run the ball. 
He's not gonna run the ball. I like Sirianni though. I love Sirianni. You know what? I also I want to throw the ball. I don't want to run the ball. Throw the ball. And so so the 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 second half of that stat that I was that I was reading, it's fourth and intended air yards, and he only threw nine picks. So what does that tell you? He's cranking it out, and he's he's not throwing picks. So even though he was wildly inaccurate, and there's nowhere to go but up, only nine picks while they have him airing it out. And they added, who did they add? I don't know, top three deep threat in football? I am gigantic on AJ Brown. That leads me to saying, you you wanted, we were discussing what teams you think are going to regress. I think Tennessee just, and I I think they're so well coached, and I think their general manager. I think Tennessee is not even really going to skip a beat. Like, they'll probably be a win or two worse. Indy will probably challenge the division just because the difference between Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz I think they should, sizable. I think they should have gave A.J. Brown what he, what he was worth. You, you hit on A.J. In Brown. In a perfect world, I agree, but once you pay Tannehill that money, you're kind of fucked. And that's also part of the problem. He's good, but he's... Tannehill was never worth extending. I think. No, I mean, I, that, I that that's an easy hindsight call. That's the problem. That's why I, keep, I was telling you earlier about Lamar. You get stuck with a top 10 Bro, you know, Lamar, Ryan Tannehill? No, The difference no, no, between no. Ryan Tannehill's floor and his ceiling is smaller than my pain. I'm not comparing the two. Lamar Jackson's ceiling is the move. I'm not comparing the two. I was saying that, that when I was touching on with Lamar is that if you don't have a quarterback that's a top seven guy, you sort of get stuck in this area where you have to pay them big money because everyone's getting paid big so money. So I think that's more of a Derek Carr problem than a Lamar problem. No, I'm not saying it's the more problem. I'm saying I'm saying, saying in general, general problem. Yeah, I'm saying in general when you get stuck into that zone a little bit, you tend to you tend to have a problem building the rest of the roster. Now, if this guy Burks that they drafted with directly with AJ Brown, and Burks is another floor ceiling guy, right? And I'm but, all about it. But if you get half of Burks, you hit on the pick, right? If you half get, Brown. Sorry, sorry. If you get half you get of half Brown, Brown, you hit on the pick. You hit on the pick. Well, don't forget the trade for Robert Woods also. Shrewd acquisition. Right. But it's a shrewd acquisition. It's a one year deal. I guess we're only talking about next year. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Tennessee also it's gonna come a point. I don't they know. Brought when. back all the talent Derek because Henry. they had that pass rusher that hit free agency. Oh, they locked Harold, him up. Harold Landry's great. But but Henry, at some point the wheels have to fall off. Oh, I think He's the wheels are five hundred pounds. Fall. I think the wheels are fully gonna fall off. And if they do, but I think you're not gonna be good. They did last year. What was their record that Henry? They did feel so they were first they were the first seed in the AFC, which is remarkable. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. They could churn out once. They churn out once. They're able to coach. But um I think if I had to pick a team that made the playoffs and probably will still make the playoffs because that division sucks, but a team that may not be a top three seed, well, I guess they'll have to be a top four seed to win the division. But they're not a team that's going to get a buy again. I'll tell you that. Um, I think the AJ Brown thing is going to hurt. I know it's just a receiver, but I, I think he helps no, you. No, receiver is valuable. I think he helps you so much. Well, now they're more valuable than they were a couple of years ago. But I think he helps you so much in, in taking a guy like Tannehill and lifting him from being average to a little better than average, I guess you could say. I would say that's a fair take. And Arizona. I think Arizona is another team where the well, game's Arizona getting Arizona is kind of like... Everyone's pick to kind of follow up, but the truth when is, the games get important. The truth is, they are kind of who they are, which is a team that's really strong in September and October when the weather's warm and Kyler Murray gets to dig his feet into the turf and he gets to scramble around and make everyone look like an idiot. But I'm so ready for football. I don't care what time. Of the, I don't care that it's only in June. Oh, I'm so ready. Uh, but I yes, I agree. I, I think Arizona is what they are. The problem is, at some point, are you always going to go eight and zero to start the year? No. If you don't go eight and zero. You're not even in the position that they were last year. The Brown acquisition. Hmm? 
How do you feel about the Hollywood Brown acquisition for a first round pick? I think, I think that's that, I think Arizona's GM is way over his head, and I think their coach is not. I know. I like that they were doing up to that point. I think that was kind of their first misstep and letting Chandler Jones walk. I think this offseason I, I can was name kind it, of their I first bad offseason. In the last you know couple of years, they were in a real really pinch. Oh, yeah. J.J. Watt? No, Payne J.J. Watt was better. Payne J.J. Watt was better. You're right. Um, A.J. Uh, AJ Green? But I, no, A.J. Green was fine. A.J. Green was fine. They didn't have an expensive roster. He was a late addition. And you know what? He did have some moments with them. Granted, he did lose them that game against Green Bay where he forgot he what a fade route was. Turn around. I mean, he forgot how a fade works. That was pretty funny. He's um, also 50. <laughs> you know what? In a receiving core with Christian Kirk. Kirk and Rondell Moore... As the secondary guys, more, both both uh, them are invested in that team. I do not like that team. I think, Kyle, I, think Kyle, I think he does. No one gives him gives him any heat, but I think Kyler is also to blame late in the year. He's he really tails off towards the end of the year. He does, and I hate it because I want to love Kyler, and I do. Everyone love Kyler. does. Everyone does. But you know what? I've been saying it since year one. He's a little small, and if everything around him isn't perfect, he sometimes breaks down. And that's another guy that's gonna want. $45 million a year. Oh, he's and he's not going to have much to show for he's it. He's blank check for me. Well, for them too. But, you see, they got to win. They got to start winning. Win. They got to start winning the that, but we, we live care. in a sensationalized. We live in a sensationalized era where it's like, if you've had two playoff starts and you've performed terribly in both of them, oh, that guy's a choke. I wouldn't pay him. No, no. Oh, of course he would. That's crazy, though. Like, to, like to this narrative that Kyler Murray, who's like literally 24. When I'm 24, I still won't be able to grow a full beard yet. <laughs> By the time he's 24, we've written him off as a choke. I don't think he's a the choke. guy get his sea legs. I don't think he's a or choke. Or that he's a collapse artist. Like, he, also you know, was consistency, good in, he also was good in big games in Consistency is an art. You develop think, it as time goes by. I think, I, don't, I wouldn't call him a choke because obviously, like, you're, like you said, it's not fair. It's too soon. But I do think there's something with Arizona not... Every big game that they played in the last three years, they completely shot the bed. Completely. I think there's something to I think there's I think there's something to say about that. Nobody cares. You win in week five against Minnesota. I think Who when cares? He, I think if he's I think if he's thirty one, we can have these conversations. I just everyone we, we love to be, we live in the era of instant gratification where Patrick Mahomes won an MVP in his first year starting <laughs> and won and won the Super Bowl the next year. And Herbert and Josh will probably Allen, win one next yes, year. Exactly. Crazy. And Joe Burrow just made the Super Bowl. Crazy. And Josh Allen in his third year became arguably the best quarterback. Best quarterback. In yeah. Aaron Rodgers yeah. even, you know, won a Super Bowl what? His third year starting? Like that's the yeah. era we live yeah. in of instant yeah. gratification with these guys. Like, have we forgotten they are children? Yes. Let them I'm with mature, you. I'm with let you. them I'm with develop you. a real track record before we call them chokes. That's the I'm Stephen A you. illness that we all have. I was saying I was saying this about Darnold when everyone, oh, was, everyone was killing yeah. me about yeah. him. I said the well, guy the guy was literally the youngest starting quarterback in the history of the sport. We're doing this hundred years, and when they celebrated hundred years two years ago. We're doing this hundred and two yeah, years. The guy was the youngest starting quarterback in the history of the sport. Well, he's well, well he's booty he sucks. Cheap, so that's a little different. He sucks, but he didn't have a minute. He threw the, his first throw was a pick, pick six, and I already felt like people were writing him off. They came back and won the game. They came back and won the game. Yes, and you still felt like everybody said this guy's gonna suck. And I was like, give the well, guy. Well, I think we're a gonna minute. have to find a better example. Because he sucks. Have to find a better example. Because I, I, I stood, I stood on my, to be out of a job. 
he sucks. But you know what? Give the guy a minute before you say he sucks. He was the third pick in the draft. It's fair. Should have won. Probably should have won said, one Sam at the time. Definitely sucks. Right, but I'm not standing for him anymore. Let's so go. Whoever watches uh, this, don't take this as me standing for him. He sucks. I was wrong, but give the, these guys a minute. I agree with you on let's that. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Teams you think that are gonna surprise people? Miami. For me, Miami. Miami's gonna be good. Tua okay. sucks. Tua sucks, but they they he's very well coached. That Tyreek Hill is sort of personal to me because the Jets were. Super in on him. Yeah. They were in on him, and a lot of people believe that they were had the trade agreed to mm-hmm. and done, and they were working on the contract. Rosenhaus is an asshole, but what could you do? I think Miami is going to be a lot better than they were last year. Well, I know their record was good, but I think they're going to be a better football team. They'll be more balanced. The coaches. I like McDaniel. Yeah, I like McDaniel. I feel bad for Brian Flores. I think he got the short end of the stick, but I like McDaniel. Chase Edmonds going to be a guy. Yeah, these running backs, they're a dime a dozen. But... McDaniel's going to utilize Chase Edmonds. I, I, and if I, he can't utilize Chase Edmonds, maybe he'll sign Devontae Freeman in week five. Right. And maybe he'll rush for a thousand yards. I'm also not a running backs guy. But, Me neither. But I think, I think they'll be – the point is I think they'll be balanced. I think they're going to run. They're going to control the ball. They're going to minimize how bad Tua could be, which at the end of – later in the year, it's, he's obviously going to have to make throws. But I think they're going to limit – early on, they'll limit how bad he could be. I think they'll be competitive. I think their defense will be better. Um, I need to see you. I need I to see you going out on more limbs here, dude. You tell me your breakout quarterback's Trevor Lawrence, and you tell me you're Miami, and you you tell me, sorry, you tell me your breakout team is the Dolphins, and you tell me your breakout quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. You realize though we're in, we're kind of in a spot where all the you teams, gotta give me some ready? juice. So, you gotta give me some so juice. We're kind of in a spot. I was thinking about this today that like a lot of my a lot of my football takes were gonna be like, besides I guess for the Lamar thing, was gonna be sort of what everyone expects. The problem is think about it. All the teams that were average last year added three guys in free agency. So everyone's expecting the same teams to be good. Everyone's expecting the Chargers to be better now that their defense isn't atrocious. So let me t- so let me tell you something. They got O line help. Like uh, these are teams that that you know I guess didn't make the playoffs last year or they were on the cusp, and then now I think they're Super Bowl contenders. I guess you could say. You think the Dolphins are Super Bowl? Players. No, I think I think the Chargers are going to be. So you didn't even give me a take. I, I I've said uh, you didn't give me a take. You I said, said the Dolphins are going right. to be better and than they were saying, last year. Saying, oh like, my God! You mean the team that brought in the top three wide receiver in football is going to be a I'm little saying, bit better than they were last year when they missed the playoffs <laughs> by one game? Now they're going to make the playoffs. It's not a take. Give me some I'm juice. Saying, you want to know okay, my so, take? Yeah, I sure. think the Packers are going to be better without. Devontae I want to show you my notes because I said I have written down. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Green Bay or Kansas City got worse. Are, 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 I don't think, I don't think they're going to lose much of a beat because I think they'll be better potentially defensively. Green Bay will be better defensively. Green Bay will be better defensively, and, and so will Kansas City. They got McDuffie. They got Karloftis. Karloftis at 30, I thought, was an incredible value. It was. It was. And uh, um, they also drafted another defensive back in the second round. They got Sky Moore in the second round. I, I love. I wanted the Giants to draft Sky Moore instead of Wardell Robinson. I think the Chiefs will be fine. I, I think, think the Packers' Casey defense will be fine. They got Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. And, and Kansas City still has Andy Reid and Green Yes, Lesley they'll be form. fine. So, they, uh, the Chiefs, I'm certain, will be fine. The Packers, yeah. I wish they would add another weapon. Because a you lot wanna, of you want, You know what? I'll give you a little spice. I'll give you a little Give me something. Come on. I don't think it's this year. I don't think for two hours. It's anything that made me mad yet. Ready? I don't think it's this year. Detroit. Their general manager. The last two drafts. 
the Lions yeah, are building agree. something. I completely agree. They traded from play. 32 to 12 to take Jameis Williams, who's going to be an absolute fucking stud. They took, they obviously, well, the Hutchinson fell to them. Okay, so they did. Last year, Sewell. They got to get rid of Goff, but that's, it's part of the, it's part of the building. No, they're eating the contract. And they are so tough. They're building the right way. Dan Campbell, I'd follow him. Bite a kneecap. Absolutely. Detroit Lions. I would follow him. Brad Holmes knows what he's doing. Brad Holmes, the trading, the maneuvering. I watch, I'm, I'm a nut. I watch all seven rounds of the draft. I sit there. I love it. Brad Holmes is, is, I get the vibe that he, he understands what it takes coming from the Rams organization, coming from the Rams system. Um, look out for Detroit. Yeah, yeah. You always want to go into the Rams. Yes. You want to dip into anything. That Give me Detroit. anything from McVay, Les Snead's coaching tree. Okay, as we wrap things up, um, I just want to uh, give a small update in terms of uh, the Knicks are the most dysfunctional franchise in sports. Um, who did they hire as an assistant coach today? Don't know if you saw this. Brunson will be a Jalen Brunson was hired as a new assistant I'll coach. I'll be shocked if they don't sign Brunson. I said this two weeks ago before this. I'll be shocked if they don't sign. It's such a Knicks signing. I like Brunson. I think, I, he's, I, good, I think he's good. I don't know he moves good. the needle for the Thibodeau Knicks, but I think he's good. I just think it's so funny how shameless the Knicks are. Um, Dolan's going to Dolan. Um, I would rather be anything but a Knicks fan. I'll tell you this. I think it's not discussed enough. I mean, maybe it is discussed enough, but I'm just going to reiterate for another... Pretty vanilla take, but them not getting either one or two of those picks in that draft that year when they were the worst team by like ten games. Them not getting either Zion, who hasn't played, but whatever, or Ja, when and the NBA changing the lottery rules the year the Knicks are the worst team in the NBA. Please, they're rigged for you to get Ewing. That that to me is just again Barrett's Barrett's good at what he does, but like that to me is just it continues to sting me. I watched Ja. Take the Grizzlies, fucking Memphis Grizzlies, to the two seed yeah, in the West. That's a good team. I tell you, that's a lottery that'll that'll probably haunt the Knicks probably forever. Jaws gonna make the Hall of Fame. He'll be Hall of Fame caliber. Already Hall of Fame caliber. What am I saying? That that'll haunt the Knicks forever. Yeah, hey, Hall of Fame caliber is third year. The guy's unreal. He's unreal. Best. He's player. a baby. Who the Knicks guy? An RJ Barrett. Stephen A. School. You know, you can't be so reactionary. We'd see his knees he's hold on. Up. He's Derrick on. Rose, Derrick Rose in his third year. He's the Hall of Famer. I mean, maybe just because the NBA probably he's really make the fucking. Derrick Rose is not a Hall of Famer, but John Morant is is not. Ta- I'm talking Hall of Fame talent. I'm not saying he should. If he right. dies tomorrow. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. getting in. Yeah, Hall of Fame. I'm saying he has, he has Hall fair. of Fame. That's fair. Attributes. Is that the right way to put it? Yep. He's got the goods. Yeah. Yeah. And the Knicks got RJ Barrett, which, again, good player. He's starter in this league for 15 years. Well, if there's one thing I know about Knicks fans, it's that if no one stops them, they will complain for the next 30 minutes. So that is all yes. the time we have here <laughs> on Unnamed Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Take care of yourself. And remember, buy long term stock in the Detroit Lions. And night, folks. also, Rip Media, uncover your hidden talents with us. Handle A to Z, podcast, media, etc. We're here for you, Rip Media. Beautiful. Wow.